0: I'll go home as a beggar and never be your wife. Hi, I'm Mary. And I'm Katie. And this is the Housewife Did It Pop Culture Edition. Alright, this could be long, could be not long. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Just but no I didn't expect that we would have this many small pieces, this many tidbits, mm-hmm. but we do. So, at first, I thought there was nothing new from Rachel Goes Rogue this week. Her third episode was essentially just a therapy session between her and a clinical psychologist to figure out why she smiles and laughs at serious topics. But, apparently, Rogue means there's no schedule for the episodes. So, after Chapter 3 came out on Tuesday, I assumed we were done for the week, but no, no. Chapter 4 came out on Thursday, which I just found out today, so I've done some quick listening. What we learned from that is that she stands by that her and Ariana were just filming friends. And she also stands by that Sheena did punch her in the face. She claims that she did not expect for the restraining order to go public. She just wanted to have it in her back pocket in case Sheena claimed that she assaulted her or Sheena kept talking poorly about her. She just wanted to have it there. She had no idea that TMZ would be looking for court records. That's silly. Yeah, of course they were. Yeah. What? She says that Sheena had to go and make it a big skeptical. A big skeptical. A big spectacle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When did Sheena do that? She says that because like- Sheena still went to court after Rachel told her she was dropping it, that that was making it a spectacle. But, like. Because that's the law. Well. I think Rachel was saying, like, because Sheena did not believe her. Like, Sheena did not believe she was actually dropping it. And Sheena was not going to risk getting in trouble by not showing up for the court date. So, like, maybe it wasn't a big deal anymore. But, like, how would she know that? Right. Why would she like you? This is, like, the one thing I think that Sheena has not made into a big spectacle in her lifetime. Sheena is a spectacle girly. Mm Mm-hmm. She is also alleging that production did know about the affair. This is like a hunch of hers, not like something she knows for sure, but she says that based off of the scene where Tom slaps her ass in Mexico and the fact that that stayed in, she assumes like they obviously knew. Then she says that the affair was actually teased to the audience in the original trailer of the season before we even knew about Scandal. Which I guess I would have to go back and look. Yeah. But I will say if it was teased, I don't think we all would have been as shocked as we were when it came out. Right. Also so I do not that remember that. It wasn't even it wasn't confirmed on the show until it the news broke. So if something was teased, it would have been like La La saying yeah. like they're too close or something. But I don't even think that it was because like none of the I audience don't even that. had it on their radar. But also, yeah, like to your point, possibly teasing it isn't the same as production knowing. Right. Like production doesn't know the truth about Miami Girl this whole time. They might have ideas, but Maybe. like I don't know. When she said like they caught us in Mexico, I swear to God, I thought she was about to be like they caught us. Like, yeah, fucking. And I was like, oh, that's some tea. And then she's like, that video of him slapping my ass. And I'm like, okay, while that was stupid of him to do, mm-hmm. when when he's trying to have a secret affair with you, knowing he's on camera, I don't know that, like, as, like, close as y'all are, I don't right. know that anyone would have thought anything of it. And and also, like, we don't have very high expectations of Tom Sandoval as a boyfriend. No. In general. No. No. Also, this I actually thought was the most interesting part, all right? Mm -hmm. In defense of her thruple comments, saying maybe me, Ariana, and Tom could just be in a thruple, she says, well, they gave off off an open relationship vibe. She then says that Tom would often test Ariana, and she would be fine with it. For this, she cites the time that Ariana went topless in the jacuzzi with Raquel and Tom. Not really how, sure is that how Tom... Ariana, yeah, right. Ariana going topless in front of who, who she considers one of her best friends and, and the her boyfriend sleeps with. Right. I don't really understand how, like, that gives you the vibe that, again, like, it seems a little bit, like, biphobic in this way. Yeah. Like, I've said this before. That, like, this idea that because Ariana likes women and she took her top off, she must have been wanting to have a threesome. Well, but also, how is that Tom testing anybody? Right. He didn't take her top off? No. Like, unless she's saying, like, Tom was just like, see, Raquel? Like, she doesn't care. But, like, I don't understand. She didn't say, Tom, take your pants off and hang out with this girl we are friends with. She then says that Tom would tell her, which, right there. I think we must stop. If Tom tells you it, then like in retrospect, let's not quote it as fact. She says that Tom would tell her that him and Ariana check out girls together. And to this, she says, so basically they, they sent mixed signals. So, so my bad for, for thinking that we could be in a couple, but, but really it's their bad because they sent mixed signals. Um, I'm just going to say as, a bisexual woman who is married to a man. Yeah, that's, like, one of the yeah. joys. You get that to check out women. to, to me. It, it, you get to, like, be like, we are both attracted to women. Let's see if we like the same type of women. Oh, did you think she was cute? Does not mean my husband should go fuck right. him. And it does not mean that I'm asking to be in a throuple. For right. some people, it does mean that. Yeah. That's great. You can't just be assuming. But whoa now and also do you know who would have been a really great person to tell you whether they had an open relationship or whether they were interested in a throuple or a polyamorous type of relationship ariana would have been a good person to ask and like honestly you could have been like i think you're hot and i think tom's hot you think we could ever and ariana would have probably been like hey okay bisexual queen uh but no (laughs) i also like considering that they're they were only filming friends but you Mm -hmm. were willing to be in a relationship with this Mm -hmm. woman Mm -hmm. like yeah what (laughs) yeah which is she she then says i absolutely because of those mixed signals i absolutely did mean it and i absolutely was throwing the idea of a thruple out for real To see if they were interested. And like how embarrassing. Like. Also I just. Do you think. Because I feel like she. Like when she says that idea. She. It has nothing to do with Ariana. She just wants to date Tom. Yeah. Without getting in trouble. Right. I agree. And I think like. Again like that's the problematic piece of it. Is that like you are not attracted to women. At right. least from what we know, and, like, in no part of any of this have you said, like, I thought it would be a good idea because I realized I was attracted to both Ariana and Tom. Like, right. you are not attracted to to Ariana. So, like, right. to be, like, so I'd be happy to be her. in a Like, you're asking to be a sister wife, not right. to be in a throuple. But she thinks that, like, because, and again, there's this idea that, like, because Ariana likes women, she will fuck any woman available to her. And, like, well, Ariana would be lucky to have, like, a relationship with a man and a woman because she's bisexual. And it's, like, no, she was perfectly pleased in her relationship. Now, I will say she did also cite the incident between Ariana and Lala as, like, what could be a feature of an open relationship. And I think that's fair. That, like, that doesn't mean that that's something they do regularly, but clearly they, like, Tom did get over that and like mm-hmm. for a lot of couples like that would be like infidelity and right and a big deal. And so I get that, but like yeah, he's the okay. Topless, he was okay with it because it was a woman. Well yeah, but like doesn't that say more about Tom? Right. Right. Than like Ariana that like he would be fine he would be fine introducing another woman in, but that doesn't mean she would be fine introducing right. another woman in with him. So yeah, I thought it was pretty gross. Uh, yeah. all of it, so I guess thank you, Rachel Goes Rogue, for giving me something interesting this week. But oof, also, yeah. if you're on YouTube, I promise I put this shirt on before I listened to Rachel Goes Rogue. Well, you start to question it when you intentionally wore a shirt to match the Grant Solomon. Part it is one. true, it is true, but I literally, as I was listening, I was like, oh, wait. I need to go change, but I didn't. Yeah, moving on to Bachelor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not not fully moving on to Bachelor, but some Bachelor Nation news. Justin and Susie have finally announced that they were that they are dating, that they have been dating this whole time, and that they lied to us, uh, yeah. which we already know. Yeah, but thank now you. Now we but now we can watch them like kiss. Now the gaslighting is over. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Caitlin Bristow was seen out with Zach Clark again. So I guess we should just keep that on our radar. Suspicious. So yeah. I mean, she can do whatever. All right. Into some Bravo tidbits. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I knew it. Okay. I freaking knew it. As soon as I saw Luann. And Joe Bradley on Watch What Happens Live, I said, oh, no, she's going to predatorize him. <laughs> and I was like, I'm scared. He looks Joe... like a newborn. Like I'm stop. so scared for Joe Bradley. Um, And maybe I shouldn't be. I'll be perfectly clear. But since Watch What Happens Live, sources have said that after the show, they were seen out in New York City, quote, all over each other. Joe Bradley's camp is denying this, says they're not all over each other. On one hand, of course you would want to deny this. Um, it's giving of course I'm embarrassed. I have sex with Thomas Rabanel. Right. Like, you don't want to tell people that. But on the other, I also am like, or was Luann all over him Mm -hmm. and he was like, I'm not into this. And so he was like, Tell okay, PR, tell them it was not a mutual thing, or tell them it didn't happen or whatever. So like I would not be shocked if he was like, get this old lady off of me. hmm <laughs> And she's not about it. Um, Danielle posted her story. I thought it was one of the best ever. It was just a black screen that said, In what world? And we all knew. Yeah. I went to I went to her story to find this in what world thing. But instead I found a selfie of them backstage at Watch What Happens Live. So <gasps> she was with him in New York. So did she is the is the idea that she just like didn't go out with him after or I don't know. That that's how fake it is. But like that's the thing, is like I think that I think it would be very far-fetched to think, even if she wasn't out with him, that he's got his girl waiting for him at the hotel or her house. She lives in New York. Yeah. Um, That he, like, is there with his girlfriend or whatever she is to him and is, like, making out with some old lady behind her back. And and since all of this, or apparently the day before, I guess, Mm -hmm. Watch What Happens Live, or uh, the day before this accusation came out, uh, he did say, like, me and Danielle are, like, taking a step back. Um, Like just to say, like, we're not, like, in a relationship, Mm -hmm. so I don't know, that's interesting, because her mirror selfie, she posted of them, she said, babies first, watch what happens live, let's fucking go, that is so weird, but then I'm like, are we somehow entering, like, an Alex situation again, where he's like, we're taking a step back, because she's calling me her baby on social media, it's also possible that it is an older picture and she's not, she wasn't with him and I like guess, was just yeah. posting in support of him. But to me, the caption with it made it sound like she was there with him. Yeah. Um, but. Interesting. Yeah.
1: That Something is especially that interesting
0: if he's like, I don't know about this. Yeah. And I don't know if like. I will say. She's also wearing his jacket in the picture, and I know it's his jacket. I also just think, like, I wonder if maybe the Luann thing happened, but before it got out, he wanted to say something about him and Danielle to, like, not get in trouble. Or if because him and Danielle were no longer, like, super serious, he was like, oh, I'm just gonna go out on the town with Luann, and she took it as, like, let's, I don't know. It feels like a lot of overlap that we're missing, It might be an old picture because she's wearing this jacket in it. Oh. In the selfie. So, maybe it's one that they took at another time. But, if so, that would be weird. But, it's probably not on her story anymore. But, either way, like, if you're going into the archives and pulling out an old picture to say, Baby's first Watcher Happens Live, like, that's something, you know. Yeah. She also posted a picture afterwards with Erin from Roni. She posted a picture of Joe Bradley and Osheen out at a bar that it looks like she took. She posted a picture at a bar on her story with Joe Bradley and the owner of the bar. And or, then her next post was in West Hollywood. Or it's all fake. Joe Bradley's yeah. camp is correct. They weren't all over each other. Maybe Luann like leaked it or it's just Literally fake. I wonder what he's posted. And maybe Danielle's in what world was, like, literally in what world, like, would they be all over each other? Just trying to say, like, it's not, that's not what's happening, you know? Because mm-hmm. I he, see in the in-world as, like, her being mad at him, but, like, maybe she's just yeah. saying, like, y'all are idiots if you believe this. He reposted her story of them at a bar and then tagged tagged himself at the same bar in another picture. Hmm. So I think okay. she was with him. Yeah,
1: um,
0: interesting. But also, like, did did he like? We heard him say they're taking a step back, or was it another like from a source? Maybe is she saying, in what world are we taking a step back? Oh, um, and he's it going to land instead. It was an article. It just it just it says seems... it says Joe Bradley says he is pressing the brakes with Danielle Oliveira. Um. And then this, oh, it is a quote, exclusively told Us Weekly. I was telling my friends and my mom earlier, I adore Danielle, and I've never hit it off with someone so fast to the point where she's been to Charleston twice. This is my third time up here in New York City, and even if I wasn't here for Watch What Happens Live, I would have come up to visit her this week. But I think we moved a little too fast. Age doesn't matter, but I think the stage in your life matters, and my career is just getting started in food and Bev, and I think hopefully I'm going to own my own business one day, and she already owns her own app. Uh, the plus size to the age gap is that she has free time. I can come in here during the week, come up here, and she can also beat of her own drum and calls the shots. This is not good English. Um, I just want to make sure we're in the right place before I'm officially like, I'm your boyfriend, you're my girlfriend. I don't want to get hurt. More importantly, I don't want to see her get hurt, and I want to be in the best place possible before we make a hard launch, which doesn't necessarily mean to me like they're taking a step back. It just means like we're not taking the step forward yet yeah okay that makes more sense because I was like it, I was like it's kind of crazy if he's like publicly being like we're pumping the brakes and she was like here's all of our pictures together yeah from this weekend on Instagram yeah, yeah but she might be she might just be a little crazy girl yeah. like I'm like maybe she would just do that shit yeah oh oh are we pumping Alex, the brakes here here Alex is like that watching and he's like yeah Alright, also crazy, uh, Carolyn Manzo, for some reason I think it's Carolyn, Caroline does not sound right, but maybe it is Caroline. I think it's, well, it's spelled Caroline, but I've never heard anyone call her Caroline. Miss Manzo from (laughs) the Housewives of New Jersey is now suing Bravo. She is claiming that during the January 2023 filming of The Ultimate Girls Trip, that Brandy Glanville of the Beverly Hills Housewives, also Eddie of Eddie and Sheena's ex-wife, uh, that Brandy sexually assaulted her. She says she came into her room, kissed her on the mouth, and mounted her on the couch. Uh, obviously without her consent. Mm-hmm. The implication against Bravo is that this came from them fueling cast members with alcohol to encourage wild behavior. Uh, this season has not yet aired, but based on the promo photo, it does not look like Manzo is in it, but I don't know if that means she like left so early that they could cut her out, mm-hmm. or if they literally had to cut every scene with her, or if she'll still be in it, but she'll be more like a friend. Like, I don't really know how you would do a friend on an Ultimate Ghost yeah. Trip, but yeah weird yeah good for her for Mm -hmm. suing them sounds very much like something brandy glanville would do yeah so brandy has since tweeted about it and i'm not gonna lie i can't even really like follow what she's saying but she says like i'm innocent but then she seems to echo caroline's claims that like It's because of them giving her copious amounts of alcohol. So she's like, I do what production asks, and then I get in trouble. Like, they're the ones that told me to dance with Marco or something. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know what you're saying. But anyway, it sounds like she's saying, I was, they gave me a bunch of alcohol, and they told me to be crazy, so I be crazy, and now I'm getting in trouble. But first of all, she's not getting in trouble. Like, Uh no one's suing her uh and i mean bravo could be mad at her i guess but like she's not facing any any consequences and then also i'm innocent feels weird because like innocent of what there's no charges against you no Mm -hmm. no nothing and like are you innocent if you're saying that you did do it it just was bravo's fault like i don't really understand well, I was gonna say that it sounds like that's what Caroline is saying. Is like right. this wouldn't have happened had right. produ- production not plied her with alcohol. Right. And so like, like, girl, you don't even have you don't have to be worried right now. Yeah. Shut your Just mouth. Stop talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's she's not mad at you. It yeah. sounds like. I'm like, she used your name, but like she's yeah. she's kind of saying like it's out of character. It's because of this. Yeah. Like she's blaming it on Bravo. You. Yeah. You, you need to listen and no. Well, I'm like criminally innocent sure even yeah even miss manzo thinks you're criminally innocent but right. like literally innocent it sounds like you did like do you did. it <laughs> um like i I'm, I'm confused on what i'm supposed to be taking from those tweets but yeah i mean yeah good for her i will say like i would have to honestly be behind the scenes with bravo but these are grown decision-making adults and like the encouragement of drinking sure sure do I acknowledge that like I'm sure Bravo encourages them to drink or even just like the culture is one where you want to keep drinking yeah but like can they be held criminally liable right for like providing alcohol to consenting adults right. and then that adult sexually assaulting someone like yeah it seems a little weird for me but like good for her because it will like bring up questions and things and um hopefully she can get somewhere with it she's seeking pretty big damages i don't know what they are exactly a number but we'll see uh in a random piece we don't touch on this much um but alexa and brennan from love is blind are pregnant Yay, so they're my favorites. I know, I love them. And I think I Bliss like commented on it and I think she's like so excited cuz like they were the first ones to get pregnant and yeah. I think from Love is Blind and so now they'll have <laughs> baby friends. Yeah, I was going to say uh we have Giannina Jabelli is also pregnant but I guess that's not a Love is Blind baby. Yeah. Cuz we have some uh, Ultimatum babies. Yes, yeah. Cervina, Nope. <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter is dating Barry Keoghan which people are crediting to his dance scene at the end of Saltburn. Mm. Um have you seen Saltburn? Have you seen no. the scene I'm talking about? No. Do you understand why people are crediting it to that? Or should no. I explain? I mean, okay. I mean, I think I can get it that it must be a scene that they think would make people want to date him. He's naked in it. Oh, okay. Um, in the front of him, his body. Okay. Well, just <laughs> so. on the below deck, med finale this week. Natalia surprises the crew out at dinner. So Natalia, we talked about she was a stewardess. She left. She's been texting with Luca and like flirting with him. So she comes to dinner. She makes out with Luca, and Jessica, who he's been like boat dating Mm -hmm. um retaliates by making out with a random guy at the bar and then with max who is one of the deck hands but max is kind of boat dating lily but he like asks lily first he's like could i make out with jessica to like show luca that she is like something he should want and like that she's worthy and like to like get like make him jealous for her and lily lily's like obliterated lily fell on the beach and then woke up the next morning and was like i don't know why my leg is like broken like she had no memory of it so she was like i don't care um but then so he does make out with jessica but it's nowhere near luca oh good it's nowhere near anybody so no one can see them except for lily and lily's like what the fuck and he was like you said i could and she was like I don't remember that. Where is Luca? <laughs> this is supposed to be a jealousy thing. Um, but at the end of the night, Jessica still sleeps with Luca. And Max and Lily also still have sex. The next morning, Lily has to go to the hospital because she hurt her legs so badly. And she can't remember Great. why. Um, on Southern Hospitality, the crew went to Miami. Miami. Before the trip, Mikkel, who is, who's been, like, Trevor didn't make out with anybody, Bradley, like, tells him and shows him the video, and he's, like, oh, shit, like, he definitely made out with that girl. Um, Wait, the video shows it? No, but Mikkel, like, Trevor had told Mikkel that it was his friend that was all over oh, right, right, the right. girl, and so, like, the video, like, proves that they were at least flirting, and so he's, like, well, I yeah. can't believe him now. Um, and then Mikkel tells Bradley that Maddie made up the story about him in the alleyway last year. Mikkel was supposedly one of Maddie's witnesses. And he admitted to Bradley that he never saw it happen. Mikkel. Drama. What a traitor. I know he's drama. I knew from like this season, from the moment he was like, Oh, Trevor didn't make out with that girl when he wasn't there. He loves to claim he knows things when he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Then, in Miami, O'Sheen got blackout drunk the first morning they were there. Don't we love those guys? Yeah. They go to the beach. He calls Mia a bitch. He then... Not my Mia... Mm -hmm. He then said she didn't have a job and shouldn't be in Miami because it was only for Republic employees. And then he said the same thing about Lucia, despite the fact that O'Sheen is the one who arranged the trip and invited Mia and Lucia. Mm. So, like, if it was for Republic employees only, you should have told them they couldn't come. Yeah, that's silly.
1: You made a mistake
0: here. Right. My favorite part of this was Joe Bradley saying, O'Sheen oh, is so drunk right now. His wheel is spinning, but the hamster's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so the group is telling him he can't talk to women that way. Bradley's, like, c- trying to calm him down. This is, like, before he said shit about Lucia. After he said shit about Lucia, Bradley was like, I'm going to punch you in the face if you don't shut the hell up. I really so- can't stand Bradley, though. No. He's, like, trying to calm him down. So, O'Sheen comes back. He says that Mia can switch teams because they're playing volleyball. um, And she was on his team. But he said that he would not be apologizing to her and that he was just going to ignore everybody. But then he did not ignore everybody. And he continued to yell at Mia and say that she was unemployed, which is not true. She's a financial, like, advisor or something. She's just not employed at Republic. Yeah. Um and he's just like yelling at her, yelling at Lucia. He like tried to grab Lucia's like ass at one point and she walked off and he started yelling hey, at her. Buddy. That she was unemployed. You're emo. He won't stop. Um and finally Maddie comes over and yells at him and she's like you're done. Like th- this is enough. You're, you're you're being a crazy person and she makes him go back to the condo alone and take a nap. Mm -hmm. um then everyone else goes out to dinner lucia and bradley finally kiss and it ends on like a to be continued where O'Sheen wakes up and he's like like the next morning he slept he went to bed that afternoon after the volleyball he slept through their entire dinner and woke up the next morning and he was like i know i was a bad boy yesterday but I can't remember like exactly what I did, but i I feel like I probably have some apologizing to do, and like that's where it cuts off, yeah, but like you don't feel like you have some apologizing to do. Someone told you you did because you keep doing the same shit, mhm, yeah, stupid, whatever um our last tidbit is that a deep fake website hosted explicit and graphic ai generated photos of taylor swift and several different football players and it is rumored that she will be taking legal action that people are hoping will result in regulations for ai produced content mm-hmm. yeah x is under fire for like these images being able to circulate mm-hmm. so- like, despite their community guidelines. Yeah. Um. Also, though, like, I feel like we knew this was coming. Um. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, not that it is great that it's, like, at Taylor Swift's expense. But, like, that it was going to take something like this. Right. To then get it regulated. But I don't know if these are just two separate headlines and are getting, like, mixed up. But I believe, because she also has had a stalker, like, arrested recently. Mm-hmm. And I believe that these came from him. I had heard that it was from, like, several different people. Like, okay. Like, football fans is what I heard. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know how we can, like, prove that. Right. But that's or what like I had seen. Or, like, I don't know that we can prove that he's not. I don't know. So, yeah. either way, she has had a stalker, I believe, arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, And... I just read this morning that he has been seen at her home over 30 times in the last two months. Mm -hmm. So that's concerning. Yeah. All right. Like I said, last tidbit, Um, the bachelor premiered this week, Joey season. So as is now tradition on this podcast, we're going to read through the bachelor contestant bios. But personally, I don't find it as fun to make fun of women mm-hmm. as That's I do true. to make fun of men. So we're going to read through them, but also compare the pre-show bios to the women's first impressions. Okay. So to start, we have a pair of sisters. Great idea. Genius. Has worked out before, obviously. Not um, even twins. No. <laughs> I will say I'm glad that they didn't make them get out of the limit together. Yeah, but because they weren't even gonna... Yeah, but, like, I'm thinking about, like, the... the. Yeah, but I'm saying I wonder if they friends. would have made them get out together if the girls had said, like, yeah, we'll tell everyone we're sisters immediately. Maybe. Probably because they yeah. said we want to keep it a secret. They're like, fine, you can go separate. Yeah. Allison um, is twenty six from Philadelphia. She, in her bio, says she has won many costume contests, enjoys a fruity gin spritz, and loves dressing up for fancy dinners. Okay, costume contest is weird. Yeah. Uh, how also, how often do you do people host costume contests? It reminds me of that girl from Love Is Blind, I think, or the Ultimate. Miss- from one of those shows and she was like I like throw parties all the time I have like banana costumes I have like all of this stuff like I'm constantly putting on costumes and like maybe that's cool like maybe that's a cool trait to have wasn't it not. Nicole I don't even remember who Nicole is Her... the one who was uh, maybe... no Danielle the one who was engaged to oh Her yeah was married to Nick yes yeah because okay. he was like that's weird um, but, then but, he, but then he did dress up as, yeah, one time. Yeah. Um, but Joey obviously really likes Allison. He mm-hmm. asked her follow-up questions, like, right there at the front. Like, I yeah. was sitting there thinking, like, if yeah. I'm a producer, I'm like, Joey, move this along. I got shit to do. end of that now. I don't think he really liked Lauren, to be honest. I think that he was like, I can't send her sister home night one. Mm-hmm. um. Lauren is 28. I don't know why I put the emphasis on the 20. <laughs> <Allison's> Lauren is 38. <laughs> Lauren is 28. Um, also from Philadelphia. She is an avid voice texture. Finds cleaning to be therapeutic. Relatable. And went through a serious punk phase where she wore spikes and chains. I actually thought the beer chugging turned out cute it was uh cute. but an avid voice texter i literally could not goodbye no Mm-mm. i am a little disappointed that the sisters did not even attempt to keep the secret yeah. past night one they were like we're not telling anyone and they came in and they were like introducing themselves to each other right. so like, I'm allie she's like oh my god so nice to meet you and then like they were like okay we have to tell everyone now it's like girls stupid. um Autumn is 26 from St. Louis. She spontaneously got a lip tattoo at a music festival, doesn't understand why going through TSA takes so long, and gets rowdy during college football. She was cute, and Mm -hmm. I second the TSA complaint. Yeah. I think everyone does. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Chandler is 24. She once gave – from New York City, sorry – she once gave herself bangs, loves a good Sunday fun day, and is seriously afraid of lightning. Yeah, this is a very boring bio, which I mm-hmm. think checked out. She seemed quite boring. She, but, yeah. but the Joey and Chandler joke I thought was good. Yeah, it was funny. Um, I will say she's one of the, like, three women who, like, were like what people are saying are average sized compared yeah. to other Bachelor contestants. So it's yeah. like sad that she got sent home, but she was born. Um, Chrissa is 26. She's from Abbotsford, British Columbia. She says she is super athletic but can't ride a bike. She is a Christmas baby and loves a competitive game of Scrabble. I think Krissa is gorgeous, Yeah, um, and people are applauding her as one of the first advertised mid-sized contestants in the franchise. People saw her in the promos and were like, wait, like, holy shit, like, the girl in the sparkly black dress is, like, normal size. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there are a few more, like I mentioned, this season who, like, are not the average, like, for Bachelor nation yeah yeah which is exciting yeah I'm obsessed with her she mm-hmm. is giving like Mia mm-hmm.
1: from Southern
0: Hospitality and I think Mia's super hot yeah um, she, she doesn't like Mia yeah I think she's gorgeous and we love a Christmas baby Mhm. you'll did you watch this episode of Southern Hospitality no you'll love Mia and her little bikini she's so cute Daisy is 25 from Becker, Minnesota. She enjoys singing in her car at the top of her lungs. She loves ice cream more than anyone in the world, which is a bold statement, and Mm -hmm. dreams of becoming a best-selling author. She is also our second deaf contestant in the Bachelor franchise. Yeah, she was so likable. So cute. cute. I was I was like, is she also going to be the second death contestant to get a first impression rose? Because I love her. Yeah. But she was not. Um, Edwina is 25 from Atlanta. She wants to learn to play tennis. No, she doesn't. She, she sure does You're not want to play tennis. Um, she is terrified of cats. And she once flew to Paris for a day just to see the Eiffel Tower. Okay, We're what? different. We're built yeah. different. First of all, terrified of cats, I couldn't roll my eyes harder. hmm Second, like it's giving Jessel's husband going to Vietnam for a day. <laughs> yeah. Make okay, girl. Yeah. I was like calling bullshit on all all of the things in her bio, to be honest. All of the above. Um, Erica is twenty-five from North Bergen, New Jersey. She loves to paint and sip. She can sleep literally anywhere as long as she has a comfy pillow, which I didn't realize is, like, special. Yeah. I Me too. And is haunted by her high school emo phase. So I feel like her and Lauren could really hit it off. Mm-hmm. Also, who the fuck loves to paint and sip? Like, unless you're just, like, a painter who likes mm-hmm. wine. Uh, That's weird. Yeah. My friend. Evelyn is twenty nine from San Antonio. She is a Hamill fan. What a weird way to say that. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, she wants to go on a lunch date with Charity Lawson. Suspicious. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Are you really here for Joey? Um, and isn't a bucket list kind of person, except for that lunch date with Charity Lawson. Right. That's um. Al- she's she's also gorgeous, in my opinion. Um, in my opinion. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't remember what she looked like. I just wrote, she's also gorgeous. <laughs> I don't remember which one she is. Jen is 25 from Miami. She knows for a fact that aliens are real. Give me your evidence, Jen. I'm very intrigued. She, she doesn't leave home without Chapstick. And she cries to Sean Mendez music on the reg, which is embarrassing. But she is so cute. I don't know I if it's a Mary. She's so cute. Um Jess is 24 from San Diego. Her personal aesthetic is country glamour, which is yikes. She read her first book for fun last summer, which checks out in my opinion, and is a sucker for a pretty view, just like everyone in the world. Yeah. Not that stupid ass entrance of mm-hmm. you're looking for a relationship. And coming in on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Country Glamour ain't it, girly. Ugly. No, no. Uh and of course the country glamour relationship girl is the one who can't read the room. Yeah. I at first I was like, ooh, a pantsuit. And then I was like. No. Um, not a fan. She was the first one, it seems, to kiss Joey. But then she went and told everyone, and they got upset. And then after she made everyone upset, she stole his time from other women. She, like, interrupted other people and, like, asked to see him again. After everyone was aware, she had already spoken to him and kissed him, which is, like, not a good look. But she still, so, like... She, uh, I don't remember who it was, was talking to him. And she, like, came over, she was like, can I steal him? And the girl goes, again? Yeah. Yes, girl, tell him. And she's like, yeah, again. And then, like, the girl, like, pulled her aside to talk about it. And she's like, well, I'm not here to make friends. We've heard it before. Yeah. She won't last long. Longer than but... we'd like, but. Yeah, annoying. <laughs> Caitlin is 25 from Santa Fe, New Mexico. She is... A cribbage queen. I don't know what the fuck that is. She struggles to put her laundry away, which is relatable. And she loves heights, which is not relatable. Yeah. Uh, Cribbage is pretty big here in Minnesota. Uh, It seems to just be some sort of card game, but then you, like, move pegs along a pegboard. Mm -hmm. And they make cribbage boards shaped in, like, all sorts of things. You can get one shaped like Minnesota. And... Yeah, know? I don't know. Kayla is twenty-seven. From is she the one from Ontario? No, that's no Maria from Hamilton, Ohio. She once stopped traffic to save a baby duckling. She loves Harry Potter and she dreams of eating her way around the world. Yeah, me too, girl. You talk to that girl who can fly to Paris for a day. Yeah. Um, Kelsey A is twenty five, from New Orleans. She can play in plan, not play. She can <laughs> plan an international getaway in twelve hours, which I see. They're all what, the in same. In what situation did you like realize that, and then yeah. take it so seriously that it's not become your fun fact? Yeah. Kel- Kelsey, uh, Kayla, and Eiffel Tower girl should yeah hang out. She says she often wonders how the world would be different if social media didn't exist. Yawn. Yeah. Come over on. it. And she takes pride in her gift-giving abilities, which is so me-coded, though. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I thank God for her mm-hmm. saying, I don't like bad boys. Yeah. I like a guy to treat me right. Someone call Taylor Ann Green. Yes. We love it. <laughs> we love to see it. Kelsey T is thirty one and she's from LA. She likes when wild lizards crawl into her hands. Cute. I love that. Um, But weird. She describes herself as a grade A hype woman. Just double cute. And she wants to thank Destiny's Child for getting her through adolescence. Just triple cute. Also, she's beautiful. She's so cute. Mary's obsessed. She's adorable. I was like, the wild lizard thing. I was like, that's fun. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Kira is 26. She's from Miami. She says she makes the best Kung Pao tofu. She loves to look through her old yearbooks, like, alone for fun. Weird. And she dances by swaying side to side. I get she said, it. That's her, she said that's her go-to dance move. No. <laughs> is the sway side to side. They're going to make her do it. Mm-hmm. Lainey is 27 from Philadelphia. She loves a good happy hour. She doesn't mess with sharks. Who does? People um, out here playing around with sharks. <laughs> she's like, I don't fuck with sharks. <laughs> okay. And she wants to buy a house in Greece one day, which, I mean, same. Cool. Yeah. Dream. Leia, 23, is from Waipahu? Hawaii. She was on a canoe paddling team in high school. She plays the flute and would love to teach music and is a cliff diving enthusiast. She's the one who got a card from Jesse and Joey in the little pre meet on like after the final rose, but sh- she didn't know it was in it and Joey didn't know it was in it and they were yeah. like going to open it together. Yeah, yeah. So we find out that it would give her the advantage to steal a one-on-one date any time in the season. She tells Joey that she doesn't want to play God in his bachelor journey and she throws the card in the fire. Mm -hmm. And I like not trying to sound holier than now, but I truly think I would have done the same thing or at least like not used it. Maybe I wouldn't have put it in the fire, but I like, you know, no, I completely agree. She says, like, if I'm meant to be with Joey, then I am. And if I'm not, then I'm not. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to, you know, have, like, a, I don't know what the word I'm thinking of, but, like, have an advantage in the game. Right. You know? But Joey obviously liked this and gave her the first impression, Rose. And to no one's surprise, Jess, relationship country glamour girl, says, I would have taken it. I yeah. bet you would have. Yeah, because you would have needed it. Yeah. <laughs> Leia doesn't need it. Um, Lexi is 30. She is from Atlanta. She was an RA of her freshman dorm. Like, imagine being 30 years old and being like, here's my fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> girl, girl. <what? laughs> Um, She cannot live without self-tanning moose, and she wants to run a marathon. Yeah, seriously, that's boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. I cannot really remember her. She looks kind of like Jess to me, I think. Yeah. And the self-tanning mousse was um, evident. <laughs> Medina is 31 from Charlotte, North Carolina. She loves to unwind with a face mask and a cup of tea. She is a big supporter of color-coded organization and has never been camping and never wants to. And I love all of that for her. Yeah. I too have no desire to pop my camping cherry. Yeah, I'm good. Um, But imagine being trapped in the limo with this girl and all of her tennis balls. Yeah. Oh, no. Girl. Um, Maria is 29 from Kleinberg, Ontario. She loves a good disposable camera photo shoot, dreams of eating sushi in Japan, and is obsessed with horror movies. I want to know why they blurred her Canadian flag. I have literally no idea. Like, do they have some deal with, like, the United States? Yeah, like. (laughs) It's like, we only advertise for America. But, like, my first, like, you know, like, you get those ads sometimes that are, like, for, like, the state of Ohio or, like. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, Missouri. Come come visit Missouri. Right. Like, does, do you have to, like, pay Canada? Yeah. Feature them? Um, weird. Marlena is twenty six from West Palm Beach, Florida. She loves to read books by candlelight. She loves puppies, and she always drives the golf cart when she golf's. I thought she was pretty. Why do you read books by candlelight? Yeah, that's not enjoyable. For that's anybody. like fine, I guess. I if read. you if you like are Amish. I can't see. Or or like you want to live a life of of. We find no out it's, like, actually, she's, like, reading it on, like, her iPad, so it's, like, lit up just fine. <laughs> it's an audio book. Yeah. She's just <laughs> laying next to the candle. <laughs> she's in the bathroom. Yeah. <sighs> Nat is 26 from Sudbury, Canada. She likes to sleep in an ice-cold room. Ugh. Suffers from FOMO and believes that broccoli is a superior vegetable. Whatever. I don't know. Does that mean like taste in and nutrients? Like in what way is it superior? I don't know. Rachel is 26 from Honolulu. She believes nothing is better than Hawaiian Christmas. She is terrified of frogs. And she wore a lot of Bermuda shorts and feather earrings growing up. And I think this tracks, but like not in a bad way. Yeah. She's like she's like the the antithesis of Lauren and the other emo phase girl yeah um i thought her intro was really cute and i think it was like very well thought out because joey lives in hawaii and Mm -hmm. like i think that was awesome um sam is 31 she's from nashville tennessee she hopes to have a destination wedding She's, in, in, you're catching her drift. ABC oh, Hawaii. <laughs> um, she dreams of going on a safari in Africa and eats dinner at 10 p.m., which would be a deal breaker for me. Oh yeah, uh, like I, I will die. not be staying up until 10 p.m. to eat dinner with you. No. Samantha is 25 from Miami. She wants someone to take her on an airboat tour one day. I don't know what an airboat is. Mm-mm. Um, she keeps peonies in her apartment at all times. And just for mm-hmm. the sake of not being yelled at by our mother after this episode, I'm going to reread it her way. She keeps peonies in her apartment at all times. hmm And she sings in the shower. Speaking of our mother. Speaking of our mother, Sandra from Nashville, Tennessee, 26 years old, um, <laughs> loves going on hot girl walks with her girlfriends. She would have survived in the 80s and loves to play football. She is stunning. Yeah. i was sad that he sent her home because she's so cute but bye sandra back to nashville mm-hmm. star is 25 from delray beach florida she does a great britney spears impression is always late and likes spicy margs i don't remember seeing her i feel like i, I would have remembered an introduction from a woman named star yeah I, we probably didn't see her Sydney is 28 from Newport, Rhode Island. Her cats can play fetch and sit on command. That's dope. Mm -hmm. She was voted most school spirit in high school, which is like a weird brag Mm -hmm. from a Mm -hmm. 28-year-old. And she taught English in Thailand. Yeah, if you're almost 30 or you are 30 and your fun fact is from high school, like, yeah, yikes. Uh, Talia is 23 from Huntington Beach California she needs good leggings to survive which is an odd thing to say out loud yeah um she loves 1950s style which does not match with the leggings thing mm-hmm. and she loves pancakes when pancakes are your choice over waffles or french toast like I I don't know man I'm, no respect I'm out she's pretty too um taylor is 23 from chicago she identifies as the samantha of her friend group she says food, good food is her love language and if she she they asked her if she could be anyone for a day who would she be and she said joey's fiance which is so fucking funny <laughs> funny girl Um, And lastly, Zoe is 24 from Atlanta. She loves reading Architectural architectural Digest. She isn't afraid to get on the back of a motorcycle and will notice if you are on your phone too much, which is annoying to me. Okay, but having him choose the banana that he resonates Mm -hmm. with, that sounds funny. I actually, like, hated the banana thing. Mm. I could be wrong because I missed that part, but then Mm -hmm. I read about it. And I was like, wait, that sounds cute. But maybe it wasn't. My opinion is, like, it made me feel uncomfortable. And I feel like the women get away with some, like, inappropriate things and intros that the men can't do, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think, like, there's, like, all these, like, nuances, like, like we live in in a society that's, like, designed for a lot of times um objectifying women more so than men but I think it made Joey uncomfortable yeah and I think that like that's like the I think if you can do it and they think it's funny and it's like all in good humor and like it's like it's funny like raunchy humor but I think he was uncomfortable and like yeah I wouldn't want my first introduction to be something that could possibly make someone uncomfortable yeah, I think when I read it, I was like, that's, like, funny, because, like, yeah. he could take it anyway. Like, he could just pick the biggest one, or, like, the smallest one, and, like, he doesn't have to be, like, yeah. he, literal. His response, you know? his response was, he said, like, oh, well, I don't want to be, like, too generous, so, like, I guess I'll pick this one. And picked, like, the second biggest one, and he's like, thank you. <laughs> Weird. And she's like, okay. okay. She's like, I'm good with that. And she, he was like, so it, oh, okay. So it like flopped. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. And like yeah, apparently surprise, surprise, we can look forward to an ending to this season that we've never seen before. Also known as the most dramatic or the most unexpected ending in Bachelor history. We've heard it all before. All right, now, on to our last part and what we've all been waiting for. So devastating. We don't have any more Salt Lake City episodes mm-hmm. until the next season. But into part three of the Salt Lake City reunion. I am actually obsessed with Meredith traveling mm-hmm. with her butter. Just jar of butter. And, and she didn't even have it in the jar anymore. She had it in, like, a cute little package taking mm-hmm. her homemade butter to restaurants and asking them to make dishes with it. Oh, yeah. Cute. I think mean, that's adorable. I have also made my own butter in a jar and it is superior. So I don't blame her for wanting them to use it. And I think that's a reasonable request. Mhm. Yeah. And like people bring like stuff if it's like their dietary Yeah. Whatever, you know. Mm. Um, so, uh, into all of it, mm-hmm. Andy asks Monica how long she's been working on her Lisa impression. And I thought Lisa had a pretty witty response when she said, well, at least in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Monica just tells her to shut up. That's all she's got. Yeah, she's given up. Mhm. I must say I'm a little disappointed that we finish the entire thing. And we don't know what Heather's evidence is that Monica was the one running the account as opposed Mm -hmm. to just being like one of six people. Cause Monica Mm -hmm. continues to claim like I was a part of it, but it wasn't my account. Yeah. And Lisa and Heather keep saying like, no, we have the proof that it was you. And like, I would like to know what that is. Mm -hmm. At one point, Heather says it came directly from your phone. So I don't really know like what that means. Like, how does she know that? Like what, yeah, I, I would have liked more there. Mm-hmm. Um, What we were waiting for for three whole parts, the burn book plopped mm-hmm. dramatically. Yeah. It was not scandalous. It was not funny. Mm-hmm. The fact that she put actual burn book quotes from the Mean Girls movie in there mm-hmm. and made herself Regina George... Was so yeah. cringy. She they like read it and they're like, <gasps> and she's like, no, but it's a picture of me. It's a picture of me. And he's like, it is for yeah. her. It's it's like, a joke. <laughs> if you have to explain it, it's not a funny joke. Yeah, she has since taken to Instagram saying that it did flop, but only because we didn't get to see all of the receipts that she provided. So basically, if if Bravo or Andy had let me read everything, it would have been. Scandalous. No, I think it was just embarrassing. It was, yeah, and I think she was embarrassed. Like, yeah, I, so many moments that I feel like she was knocked down. Yeah, in this reunion, that she thought she was gonna not be. Yeah, Heather also added a good point when Monica defends that she was just repeating things that Jen said in the reality Vontees page. Heather Mm -hmm. says, what if we retweeted every single thing that your mom said about you, to which Monica replies, but she already does that. But, like, that's not what Heather's saying. Right. And I think, I, I honestly, like, I got what Monica was saying when she kept saying, like, we were trying to expose how awful Jen is to her friends. Right. So, yes, I hate that we had to say these things about you, but we were trying to say how Jen, like, was so mean to you. Yeah, what Jen said. But then, but then she never followed up with, like, but I'm sorry with, like, for how it hurt you. you. And I think yeah. Heather and Lisa's point was that, like, it is relentless when you are tagging me ten times a day right. in the things that people say about me. Right. Because then I cannot escape it. Like, Jen right. may have like, said it once. you want me to know. Right, Jen may have said it once, and it sucks, but, like, it's not public, and I think We'll get to this later. But Andy eventually says to her, like, do you not understand that like just because you don't start these things or you don't say these things originally, like there is a difference when you say it on national television or for reality Montees on Instagram that like In the that, DMs to them that is essentially starting it at least publicly. Right. right. Uh, Monica claims that the women love everything that Reality Montees posted, but Heather says, you called me a fuckface skank bitch when I unfollowed. Then (laughs) Heather reminds Monica that she is not a hero. You're not doing us a favor by exposing Jen. You're not, like, saving the world. Like, Mm -hmm. chill out. And she, um, like, tried to be, like, oh, but we did post, like, we posted positive things about them, too. Girl! Yeah. Be so yeah. fucking real! <laughs> like, are yeah. you kidding? And, like, fuck this skank bitch is, like, again, like, you're <laughs> so, like, desperate. But, like, the moment someone unfollows, yeah. like, you're, like, Ey. like That's, that's the nuts. episode name. Fuck yeah, this, skank I know. Bitch. How do we <laughs> stitch that one together? Um... The entire time, Andy cannot get a word in. He is struggling so hard. Uh-huh. Has a few memeable facial expressions. Uh-huh. Um, Lisa and Andy both ask Monica why she didn't lead with this if she knew, because she keeps saying like I knew it would come out. And they're uh-huh. like, then why didn't you introduce yourself to us and say I'm so sorry? I started this page. It was just to get Jen, and I hate that y'all were collateral damage. Right. And she says, well, because we said we would take it to the grave. Right. But, like, it obviously wasn't to the grave for other people, because Tanisha Mm -hmm. has told Heather everything. And also, like, she... And he- and this is what Heather means when she says, like, you're not the hero. She's, mm-hmm. throughout the reunion, has been acting so righteous for turning Jin in, for doing the right thing. But then she's also been so defensive of being a part of this page, which is a shitty thing. Right. And, like, you would think if she is all about doing the right thing, that she would come clean. Especially, right. like, to get ahead of it. Because... Mm-hmm. Then you could say, like, I had a small part in this. Yeah. There were six of us. And they probably wouldn't have looked into it. Yeah. Because you would have already told them. Yeah. But instead, Heather's having to get it from Tanisha. And now it's you that is, like, the main issue. Yeah. Well, and the thing we're going to talk about in just literally two seconds. Also, like, going over and over and over again and saying, like, I was just turning Jen in. I was just doing the right thing. Like, right. Some of the things Monica ended up doing were crimes. Right. So like to be to pretend that you're like a hero because you're like solving these crimes for the FBI. Right. Um but you're commit like you could face harassment, stalking, like lots of charges. Right. Um and like whatever. Anyway. So although Monica admits that she had access to Jen's security cameras inside of her home, and drove by her house multiple times, she denies that she was stalking Jenshaw. Thank God for Heather and Bravo providing us with the videos to prove that it was not just a couple times that she drove by Mm Jim's house. In fact, in one of the videos, Monica says to whoever she is with, do not honk your horn. I don't want a restraining order for stalking. So, sounds like... I know. I feel like we're, like, blue in the face at this point from repeating this so much. But does she really not, like, think before claiming not to have done or said things that are on camera or on right. audio? Like, right. it's it's Why Kim everything? Kardashian all over again. Yeah. I never said that. I wasn't stalking. I don't want to be in trouble for stalking. Girl. Yeah. Girl. Then... In what is probably the biggest <laughs> takeaway from this whole reunion, uh, Monica claims that she was driving by gins on multiple occasions to help out the FBI because they wanted evidence of Jen Shaw drinking and driving. So you're telling me that this woman is committing federal fraud crimes? Mm-hmm. And against, like, many, many, many people across the country. And they enlisted your help to get her for a DWI? Does the FBI even, like, can the FBI charge someone with a... That's, like, not a federal yeah. crime. Right. Um, Unless, like, she is somehow, like the FBI wants to get her for that because then they can question her about other stuff. But like, come on. Like, anyway, clearly the other women did not believe her because they were all cracking up, laughing at her. And her only reply was, okay, you guys are assholes. And in that moment, like, I truly feel like, she thought this reunion would go better for her. Even when mm-hmm. Andy says, I'm surprised that you're shocked that they're so mad. And she's like, no, I am. I am shocked. And it's like, I think she thought she was going to be iconic mm-hmm. during this. And she's pathetic. And she says, it's a whole screaming match. And she says, how? How is it unbelievable? And Andy says, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was like truly the most far fetched thing I think I've ever heard on Bravo, which is like saying Same. a lot. Oh, um, but also like it was like almost like you said like pathetic. Like it was almost like sad to watch her be like you yeah. guys are assholes. Like like she really like because like you said like she thought that it was going to be this like almost like impressive thing. Like yeah. Or, like, at least a reasonable explanation for everything. Like, oh, well, it's because I was doing this for the FBI. And they, like, so much don't believe her that they are laughing in her face. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one is on her side. Like, Andy yes. Andy was, like, trying really hard to be like, oh, okay. And, and they asked you to do that and, like, pretend like he believed it. But, like, he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Lisa then says to Andy, y'all brought her on just to fuck with all of us. It really feels like it because she's such a joke, Mm-hmm. and Andy seems kind of like taken aback by this. And Heather just straight up asks him, like, "Did production know?" And Andy denies this. So then Heather says, "But she's claiming that production knew the whole time." Mm-hmm. So then Monica says that she told production in her cast interview, and or casting interview. And Andy's like, "You told production that you run a troll account, like." It's different if you say like, I used to work for Jen. I am in the process of trying to expose her, and I'm a witness for the federal government. Like that's mm-hmm. different than saying like I run a troll account. Um, and he says we would not have hired you if we knew mm-hmm. you ran a troll ac- a troll account surrounding these housewives. And she says, okay, <laughs> awesome, great Ooh, comeback. <laughs> Related to the original rumor that Angie K was in the Greek Mafia, do we now like Monica is still saying like I did not send that DM like it is just a coincidence that me and Meredith both got it and like I, why why would we believe her like do we believe right. that like no. No, she definitely sent it. (laughs) She definitely. And they're like, it came from the same account. And I was like waiting for them to be like, it came from reality volunteers too. And I was like, but yeah, surely she can make, especially if she's claiming reality volunteers isn't even made with her email. She could just make another account. And she, even in that video about Mary, she said, I'll just DM her from a burner account. So like she has multiple burner accounts. Come on, girlfriend. Andy calls Monica out saying, if you are the one that brings it to camera on national television, claiming that you didn't start it, then you did kind of start it, at least in public, Um, which I think is a good takeaway for all reality TV stars. Yes. To note. Uh, Monica tries to claim that Angie called her a brown rat because she is grasping at straws here. But everyone heard Angie call her a lowbrow rat, (laughs) which is honestly like reeks of Jin Shaw. Because like Jin Shaw used to make a lot of like racially motivated claims um, that didn't really make a lot of sense. And like, yes, I, I like totally understood like why Mary being scared of black men outside of a gas station would affect Jin and her husband and her boys and things like that. But then, like, Jin, after physically assaulting these people, would be like, right. you can't call me, you can't call me aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like, what?
1: Heather um, said,
0: but you're being aggressive. I'm confused. So, like, I yeah, mean, it really reeks of that, that, like, yeah. she learned this from Jin Shaw. Yeah. Fuck, fate, fuck face, skank bitch, lowbrow rat. <laughs> uh heather still claims that she doesn't know exactly how she got the black eye from jen but that she know she knew immediately that it was jen they show us some footage where jen did come over and talk to her about it before the scene that they actually recorded of jen coming over production says that at the time heather and jen said that the conversation was something different because you can't hear the audio and now Heather says that they were discussing the eye. Jen said, I can't believe I did that to you. Heather said, don't worry, I got you. Um, it still seems like a very minimal reaction. Like if I saw that black eye and I knew I did it, I would have like jumped out of my fucking pants. And Jen yeah. just goes, oh, did I do that to you? Um, Heather is kind of face, has to face the music that she lied on her book tour Uh, She wondered out loud if someone had broken into the home and production covered it up or if production did it themselves. She says this was obviously a joke. Andy says it was not funny, Uh, Mm -hmm. which Heather says, like, that's why I started with an apology. But the other women seem to now say they fully understand why Heather lied, which I think is further proof of how fucking awful Jinshaw was to them. That they are all, like, yeah, I would have done it, too. Like, we yeah. all would have lied. I want to know more about the scratches, too, though. Like, yeah. Because, like, even, like, the way they're explaining it, it almost feels like something happened by accident. Yes. Like, for the black eye. But then, when you take into consideration the scratches all over her body, like, she got the shit beat out of her. Well, like, and like, that's where I... Attacked. That's where I have a hard time, because then Monica says, like, me and Heather have something in common, that we were both physically assaulted by Jinsha, So, like, it does seem like they're trying to say that Jinsha like, straight up punched her. Right. But then the scratches, to me, yes, two options. Either the scratches indicate that she did have the shipping out of her, or the scratches indicate that it was, like, possibly a sexual situation, to me. Um, And to be honest not to like come for heather but to be honest i don't really have a doubt that heather would take that to the grave like yeah if they were having sex and this happened i think jen could still get in trouble with the law so that explains why she lied but i also think there could be self-preservation there that she doesn't want to admit as a mormon woman that she was having sex with in Shaw. so i don't like know but yes <laughs> it is weird that we're still not actually getting an answer and i still right. feel like heather might know more So you're telling me they were both equally black out. They they both equally don't remember this. They just know for a fact that Jen did it. Or Jen remembers beating the shit out of her and won't tell her that. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, she says they talked about it a lot. I feel like Jen, I don't know, but you're right. Maybe Jen said, did I do that to you? And is trying to claim like, I don't remember, but I bet it was me. I don't know. But Andy asks like, Did it never, when we had lawyers coming in and all of this, like, did it never reach a point where you went to Jen and said, like, this has gone too far? And Heather says she did go to Jen and say that, but that Jen told her they will continue to lie unless production can come up with some hard proof. Which, of course, by that point, she had probably seen all the camera footage and knew, like, none of this can prove anything. So we will take that to the grave. It made me sad, like, when they were talking about the production part of it, just because... It was like clear that she was so regretful of defending Jen and especially like at the risk of losing her spot as a housewife, like at the risk of getting production in trouble. And I think it was pretty clear in the way that Andy was speaking to her about it, that Andy and Bravo are like very upset, probably like still very upset about the suggestion that production did anything wrong, whether Mm -hmm. it was covering something up like or being in on the attack like it just it was i have never heard andy cohen speak to anyone that way i feel Mm -hmm. like like and it's because of the like the repercussions it could have on bravo but it was just like it was really sad that like that she and she said like i hate that i put my opportunity here at risk and, like, it's, but I think, again, it's so crazy to me that you would do that for Jen Shaw. Mm-hmm. Like, that you would put all of those things mm-hmm. at risk. Like, and but she, that's the hold she had on them. And she continues to be afraid. Like, she said, yeah. like, I'm still afraid of retaliation. Right. And because um, Jen Shaw t- went to Instagram and said, I will. Mm-hmm. She said, bet. Yeah. yeah. Monica did not apologize one single time. Andy gave her ample opportunities at the end. Do you mm-hmm. have anything to say? Do you have any final words? Are you sure there's nothing you want to end with? Nope. Nothing. Nope. She did. Uh, yeah. Then we go to watch what happens live where Heather Gay debuts her new chin. Um, I hate that she probably felt like she had to do that because of things that people have said about her but i will say she looked really great yeah thanks a lot mary cosby yeah but good for her and honestly beauty lab like why not get your business some money (laughs) Uh, is that is that who did it i'm assuming i know that they do like full-on surgeries so i would assume uh advertisement she does look great yeah she does I don't know if it's just the chin or, like, had to have a whole jaw or something, but
1: I don't want to say she has a new
0: face. People are saying Heather Gay's new face, and that feels a little mean to me. I feel like if she has a chin implant, it would pull everything anyway. Yeah, Let's ask Stassi Schroeder. Yeah, I mean, well, I was going to say that's what it looked like with Stassi's. Yeah. Like, her face was, a Stassi's face is very round. Yeah. Still, but her face was a lot rounder before her implant. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty, that's all we got, folks. Bye. Bye. Next time on the Housewife Did It, Katie will tell Mary the story of the disappearance of Jacob Wetterling. Follow us on all social media at Housewife Did It Pod. Housewife singular. <music>